Welcome to Trust in Evil. I'm Sam. I'm Bryony. And this is your case this uh, is, again. This is case 39 or 40. 39 yeah, or 40. Whichever way we're doing it around. Yeah, so this is the Lucy Letby coverage of the trial so far. Okay. So this is, um, if no one knows who Lucy Letby is. Then where have you been? Where have you been? Yeah, she is accused of murdering or harming dozens of babies yeah. in a hospital um she has not been found guilty no slow so she's going. still innocent in a court of law mm-hmm. so we will not say that she's guilty because we have no idea what yeah. they're going to come back with but at it's the an moment angel of death type situation isn't it mm-hmm. at the moment we've had the prosecutions has given their side and we're now on the defense okay so if anybody wants to follow it and listen to a podcast i highly recommend the um, Daily, Mail. Daily Mail's podcast, they've done a really good job on it. Just type in Lucy Letby on your podcast thing and it'll come up. Okay. And they do, they are babies A, they start with A, B, C, D, so I've changed it to one, two, three. Okay. Right, because that was very original of me. Yeah, it was very original. <laughs> it was very So she has 22 charges and she denies every one of them, mm-hmm. so let's make sure that we all understand that. Okay. Guilty so. to prove, guilty to prove <laughs> something like that innocent yeah. till proven guilty innocent till proven guilty so the trial like I said is still ongoing in Manchester Crown Court it's said to have to take six months um, we have had bank holidays and Easter mm-hmm. jury members have been ill so there's been delays on things so there's been lots of delays got and it's hard as well way. because they've got to find jurors to do six yeah. months yeah, and ask, what they're asking you is they're asking you to come in for six months and you've got to come in like sort of like eight till six or yeah. eight till five or whatever that's a long time, yeah, man. Imagine going to your boss and be like, got jury duty six months, see you later. Yeah. Nice one. And it's awful what they've got to sit through. Oh, man. Well. Can you imagine? Like, and, and the parents of these babies are in court giving evidence and, mm. you know, saying their bit. And you've got doctors and nurses and just... Psychologists and all sorts of... And yeah. I just said to Sam before, right, so imagine if she is found not guilty. Yeah. Right? And she's had to... And she, and she's not guilty. She hasn't done anything. Yeah. And she's had to go through this. Yeah. This would it, her whole it life. Awful, isn't it? If it's not true, it depends what you believe. But then people are found not guilty, and they are guilty. Oh, hundred percent. So. Yeah. I mean, I know what I believe, but I'm not going to give my opinion until I've done the whole coverage of my case. Okay. Okay. And I feel like you should do the same because I and well, I'll I say don't know. I know what I thought to begin with was guilty, but as I said, I think on one of the previous podcasts, I purposely haven't paid much attention to this at all because I knew you wanted to cover it yeah and you don't know what the defence is going to come back with mm-hmm. like a lot of it is based on this air embolism which you'll hear me talking about which is basically when air is injected or or somehow forced into the baby via feeding tube or mm-hmm. um, she's said to have injected it into their stomach yeah, you know through the cannula or whatever uh, yeah and and they they this air embolism is done on on, on a study that a doctor has done and uh, when a doctor was asked in court about it, he said, you know, it wouldn't be ethical for us to carry out such a test. Right. So we're going on this this study that this other doctor's done. Okay. I mean, that is a big thing. Yeah. Because they can't actually prove... No, because it's not humane to do so. No. So it's really, that's really difficult. Yeah. Um, but, but apparently this air embolism is um, the most common way that okay. she, she tried to, to kill babies. Or I guess if something works, you stick to it, doesn't it? It's, yeah, 
Yeah, and, yeah. It, and the most common method used was air embolism. This is when babies had air pumped into their stomachs or bloodstream um, or poisoned them with insulin. That was another one. Do you know how often these air embolisms happen just generally on average? Uh, what do you mean? Like how often they happen in general? Like... Never. You have to, someone would have to inject it. You. Someone would have to manually in, either inject yeah, air okay, into Okay, how often it happens accidentally? Never. It should never happen. Yeah, it should, but it obviously has happened somewhere along the line. Well, as far as I'm aware, this test would ca- was carried out in another country. Where yeah, rules... accidentally, I'm guessing it has happened in England and America and whatever. Unless a defence can say otherwise, I'd say never. Because okay. doctors are saying they've never ever seen this this before. What happens when apparently when this air embolism, when someone does it, is they get this mottly rash all around their body, okay. and it sort of like changes really quickly. So like one bit will be mottly, then it'll move to another bit, then another bit, then another bit, and then their veins will come up and be really funny colours, and you can see all their veins. Okay. So it's really sort of distressing thing to watch, I think. Yeah. And some babies have recovered from it. Okay. What she's done. Some babies that she's accused of of um like attempting to murder mm. have gone on to survive stayed in the NICU okay and she hasn't tried to murder them again okay. or maybe she hasn't had a chance maybe there is it's that. trying you like you know I guess but you don't want to do anything that's going to be looked into too but that much. baffles me because obviously if a baby if a baby went downhill and had this motley rash or whatever and sort of like uh, went into cardiac arrest they managed to save it if it happened again would it be looked upon to be as something that's going on with a child yeah. yeah do you know what I mean again we're trying to get into the mindset of I a just, possibly yeah, crazy person yeah. can you do that yeah but but as far as I'm aware this this has never happened you, you don't no, no one has injected air into anybody google it find out okay <laughs> So, quick Google Blake break. Um, it can happen, but it is rare, and it's usually caused by um, human beliefs. error. Yeah. yeah, yeah. More common in neurosurgeries and secondary to orthopaedic surgeries. Or when someone is just doing a psychopath you, yeah. and doing it to you. Right, so now I'm going to read back on script because we went straight off script. So, air embolism can stop blood from getting to vital organs... If it is injected into the stomach, it can cause swelling and this can push up the diaphragm right. and it can make breathing very difficult. And obviously for babies that are already having breathing problems yeah. anyway, because a lot of them are on... Um, They're not in the NICU for nothing. No, and a lot of them are being given um, yeah, help with their breathing. So yeah. and, and it's weird because obviously they'll take them off the ventilators that are helping them breathe and then this can happen. And mm-hmm. then they're thinking, oh my God, we shouldn't... Took them off the ventilators. Yeah. Honestly, right, the doctors in this case, I feel so sorry for them. They tried, they knew, and they Something went going on. higher up and they were told to just ignore it. They were told That's not to terrible, make a fuss. And then they went again and they were told again not to make a fuss. They said, we don't want her on the ward and she comes straight back on. Yeah, they were told just not to make a fuss, basically. that you know, it, it, And they were like, basically, we don't want her on the ward anymore. Take her off the ward. And they were told no. So it's, again, blind to politics, isn't it? Keeping the reputation mm-hmm. safe, da, da 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 Even though the death rates in children at that hospital were a lot higher than other Yeah, and how hospitals. rare this specific thing is as well and how often it's happening. It's exactly. just not right. 
So another thing they've also said that she was doing is that she would overfeed the babies and this can cause them to become very unwell. So when you're talking babies feeding in MICU, you're talking like, say, a syringe, which is like you give a child 2.5 mils. Mm-hmm. They're giving a child like one mil. Right. Like tiny, tiny amounts. And yeah. she was overfeeding them. Okay. So, yeah. And, the, yeah, and it, it's just sad, isn't it? Yeah. She was also accused of dislodging breathing tubes. She has also been accused of physically assaulting one baby before he died. So I do guess there's a thing that if it wasn't her, pretend it's not her or we don't know it's her. There's another murder on that one. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I did think about that. I thought, what if it's not her? And I stay awake at night thinking about the shit of this. What if it's not her and there's a murderer in that ward just wandering around Mm -hmm. thinking, I've got away with it. Mm. Because you would stop now, wouldn't you? Because you'd be like, shit. Do you know what I mean? It's not usually smoke without fire, though. No, there? no. So between 2015 and 2016, it's said that Lucy Letby was a common denominator in every case. Yeah. Okay, so she was always there somewhere, yeah. you know. And and things she did were very unsettling. Things, her mannerisms Just and off. things. Yeah, yeah. Now, Lucy was said to be very good, very good nurse. Uh, she was a very ma- valued member of the team. She worked on the NICU unit for... I think five years she was there for quite a while. Yeah. I need to double check that, but she was there for a long time. Um, in court, we have heard her talking a lot about her colleagues and one doctor she was very close to. And I'll get text messages and Facebook messages that she sent to him. Okay. Um, they had a little, like a little thing. Little they, flat. I don't think they were ever intimate with each other. Just but they had, flat. yeah, they had a nice relationship, which is sad really because and her colleagues and stuff. Things that her colleagues were really supportive, and she mm. was really supportive to them. It's just. She's had this Sad. sick thing going yeah. on Yeah, yeah, exactly. So as I go on, there'll be people in the trial that has to remain anonymous because okay. they obviously don't want their name out there. Yeah. And the babies, I'll be using when we're using their real names. So I've just decided to say babies one to three. Yeah, yeah, one to three in this case. Yeah. So in June two thousand sixteen, Lucy was moved off the ward after doctors become suspicious. And they did raise concerns a few times and it said that the the Countess Hospital was understaffed and Lucy's defence say they questioned if it was up, if they were up to looking after such sick babies. Mm. So the ward was understaffed a lot of the time. So are a lot of wards though and this isn't happening. Yeah, that are understaffed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um but they're just saying, you know, you had sort of like, you had nurseries one to four. Number one was six babies, should be one to one care. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times it was two to one or three to one because yeah. they just didn't have the staff. Um, but a lot of the times they did have the staff. So it's, uh, but yeah, they're saying basically her defence is saying these babies were already poorly. That's why they're there. Yeah. Is it just fate that all these children died and they are poorly? Poly babies, you yeah. know, they're there, they're sick for a okay, reason. There's statistics, isn't there? Look at mm-hmm. all the babies, not in the world, okay, let's just go by the UK. You know, how many of them are understaffed? How many is this? How many is that? Mm-hmm. But this isn't happening in and those And you know, places. a lot of them, like, especially in this one, there was sort of a five-day period yeah. where she, she, she attacked a baby and then five days later attacked another baby. Yeah. You know, you don't so, get that many babies dying. No. You could. There's too many correlations, isn't yeah, there, yeah. to ignore. Exactly. So they have four nurseries, like I said. Um, and in NICU, nurseries one, they should be have one-to-one care. Nursery two, they should have two-to-one care. 
And then nurseries three and four should be up to four babies per mm-hmm. um, nurse. So, yeah, so, you know. And some of them that were in nursery two ended up going to, into nursery one because they were polio. They, mm. you know, dotted around. And Lucy really liked to be in nursery one. Yeah. And I think, do you know, in messages she'd say, you know, I like to be in there. I like, you know, I, I like that. But I think she thought she was that, that good a nurse that she shouldn't have been in anywhere else but nursery one. Yeah. And I guess if this is sort of your thing, you're more than likely to get away with it there than anywhere else because I would imagine that's where most of the deaths occur. Exactly. And But the thing is, she wasn't doing it to her babies, not a lot of her babies. Mm. Um, but was that her in her head, her being smart? Yeah, I think so. And also as well, I think... I think my opinion in this is I think she liked the buzz of it all. And as yeah. sick as it sounds. But there's something that keeps killers going, yeah, regardless of who they're killing. There's something that there's an enjoyment out the of it. The buzz there? of everyone coming and, and her being not so much this hero, but her in the thick of being it. there. You know, you know, if it's her baby, yeah. you know, babies in nursery one, say, you know, they are the six babies, she's already in that room. Yeah. And there'd be times that she was in nursery three. She'd be in nursery one, she'd leave that room and then that baby would become ill. Yeah, it's something that she, she possibly feeds off, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right, so let's start with baby one. He was born in June 2015. He was a twin and he weighed three pounds, 12 ounces. When he was born, he was put into nursery one, so he would, ha- would have one-to-one care. And his sister was born, she weighed three pounds, 11 ounces. Good weight for twins, really. Mm-hmm. Um, baby two was born blue and floppy. She had a low heart rate and was born nine they were both born nine weeks early Mm -hmm. she was in nursery one and unlike like baby one she needed help to breathe only breathing by herself sometimes so baby one was born with absolutely no problems breathing by herself quite happy you know moving around yeah you know but he was in nursery one because he was born so early yeah nine weeks is early you know yeah and he was only three pounds. Three pounds. Yeah, it's I, very I know it's, it's a big weight. Yeah. I know it's, it's a good weight for twins, but it's just, they're tiny. It's very small, yeah. Mm. At eight twenty in the evening, Lucy was said to to be his designated nurse. After setting up a glucose drip, he suddenly stopped breathing. The prosecution say Lucy injected air into his bloodstream. Mm. Now the nurse that was on before Lucy had no problems with baby one. It is said that he was alert, doing well, before Lucy came on shift. Mm-hmm. So, Dr David Harkins, the senior registrar on call, was called. Um, and himself and two other nurses performed CPR. A consultant, Dr Ravia, he comes up a lot. Ravi. Ravia. Oh, sorry. Rav, no, it is Ravia. I'm sure it is. Okay. We'll say Ravi. Jerry-Ann? Jerry-Ann, thank you. You're all good at this. That's why I need you. But after 40 it's minutes... It's Dr David Harkness as well, not Harkins. All right, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but after 40 minutes, uh, they decided to stop CPR. A, a lot of parents would see the CPR going on yeah. as well. So um, when the babies would become ill, nurses would go up to their room and get them down. And a lot of the parents have had to... Um, come on the stand and say exactly what they saw yeah. and it's really sad because they yeah. had to and the trauma minutes, of watching that you know when it is just genuine health issues well, i would say sit down and do nothing for five minutes just sit there with nothing sit for and 40 minutes of cpr yeah that is a long time and they were given a lot of insulin and it was just it's just really sad yeah uh, a lot of their like i said a lot of the parents would be in the room or just outside the room 
I just for me it's just heartbreaking. Oh, it's just the trauma. It's just so sad, and and I think especially when you got twins and stuff, you know, and and he was fine. He was yeah. doing really well. Like in my head, there is no reason why he should have died or become ill. Yeah. No reason, I don't Obviously, think. Obviously, it's never impossible, is it? It's, uh, we're, we're not saying that, you know, it is possible that seemingly healthy babies can go downhill when there are, because I say seemingly healthy, but, you know, where there are risk factors, but yeah. they seem okay, they're doing well. Yeah. yeah, they can go downhill, of course they can, but not not like, this isn't one baby. No, exactly. So Lucy took the hands and footprints of baby one and a lock of his hair for the parents. After baby one died, they asked for a post-mortem as the mother had a blood clotting condition mm. and they thought this could be why, basically, yeah. this could be why he died. It came back that this did not contribute to baby one's death. Other hospitals were consulted, so you have some of the best doctors looking at yeah. this and they're all saying... mother obviously wondering if it's her fault. Yeah. Because that's how you'd see yeah. it, is it? Did I do this to yeah, my baby? Yeah, exactly. And they're all saying that there was no reason why... There was, no, there was no way, no reason why her blood clotting disease could have affected that baby, mm. basically. They were all baffled as to why baby one deteriorated and died so fast. Yeah, that's so sad. I'm sure it's Jerry-Am. Dr. Jerry-Am. Jerry-Am? Jerryam, yeah. Jerryam said that baby one had a rash that was flitting around his body, but Dr. Jerryam only said this in a police report two years ago. This was not in any of the notes, so this is where we're going to have a really hard time in, and her defence is going to really unpick this, yeah. because a lot of the notes are... Incomplete? <sighs> yeah, yeah, or they don't mention yeah. this rash, and then... Two years later, he said, oh, actually, do you know what? They had a rash. Too many things to pick up. Like, yeah. Mm. So Lucy... You know, what the hospital was saying, don't take this, don't do that. Yeah. You're going to keep that out. Yeah. Did he just think, oh, I didn't need to put that, and now I do? I'd I like think, think he that didn't... wasn't the he, way, because he's no, a doctor. do you know what I thought? He, uh, and he admits it, he didn't think that the rash was significant... Right. ...at the time, until another baby got it and then another baby got it and they yeah. thought do you know what this rash something's going on here is i've never seen it before in my life it's now a here very it strange time. rash it's very sort of it's a it was a very sort of vibrant rash a very like you know you couldn't really miss it yeah. so and all these babies were getting it and i think and so yeah and he wouldn't have looked at his notes to change it before then it was only mm. when the police he could have said oh actually no yeah i did notice a rash on his body but yeah lucy's defence mr myers said that dr jerryam had been influenced by a paper he'd read after he changed his report so mm. and it's difficult it is it is and there are bad doctors out there as mm-hmm. well hopefully most of them are good but there i are think bad a lot of these here were amazing i think to go how um, how many deaths they had to how many babies they had to try and save yeah. how hard they worked on these babies to try and save them it's just they a lot of them one of them i think retired yeah do it but the defense is going to blame it on that isn't it yeah of course after the death of baby one the parents didn't want to leave baby two's side they stayed all day cuddling looking after the after baby two yeah later that day parents were told to go and get some rest they did reluctantly and 27 hours after baby one's death the parents were called back to the nicu as baby two was unwell the parents said, said, not my baby, not again. Mm-hmm. Lucy wasn't baby two's nurse that evening, but she did help the nurse looking after baby two start a bag of feed and took her blood 
gases at five past midnight. Mm. 25 minutes later. So yeah, 25 minutes later, baby two alarm, alar- baby's two alarm went off. Lucy shouted that she wasn't breathing. Lucy asked the nurse looking after baby two to come and help. The nurse said baby two looked just like her brother did the night before, pale and blotchy skinned. And the nurse said in court, I have not, I've never seen anything like this before. And to see this baby with the same appearance was scary. The nurse said that babies one and two became ill very quickly and it was strange that they become ill and went downhill very fast. Mm-hmm. I guess at this point though, they're twins, they mm-hmm. are having this, you know, yeah. Having yeah, and the same things had, happen to them, they've got the same genes. They genetics. haven't had the autopsy back yet yeah. either, so they're probably thinking it's something to do with the blood clotting thing, yeah. I think. Because, I mean, your brain doesn't go straight to, oh, there's got to be a dodgy nurse on staff. That's not where what I would be no, thinking. I know. After doctors and nurses inserted a breathing tube into baby two, she stabilised very quickly. The court heard from Dr Richard Lammy. She said the most memorable thing was baby two's colour. She was very pale, dusky pink colour. As as we were helping her, she was developing widespread blotches of purple red colour. They would flash up like for about 10 to 15 seconds and then disappear and reappear basically yeah. all around her body after 10 minutes she started wiggling and breathing for herself it's said that lucy injected air into baby two's bloodstream lucy denies the charges yeah can i just pick you Go up on. on rachel lammy not richard oh shit sorry sorry to be fair i am reading it on a laptop yeah like, give me it's not easy it's not easy and we can't make the screen work because we don't fucking know what to <laughs> do with plastics but yeah it's really sad like so obviously baby two survived which is amazing yeah but it's funny how she start. She came in to help. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if she had have injected um, air into Baby Two's bloodstream, would it have taken that long to to? Because it was like twenty twenty five minutes or whatever for for her to start to have an effect. Could it have taken that long? I don't Tonight. know. It just, it, oh, it's just really difficult. But those poor parents. Can you imagine? Oh gosh. Twenty four hours later, you just. I don't know what That's I do. It's just horrific, isn't it? And, and I think... And they're filled with hope as well because both the babies are somewhat healthy, one mm-hmm. of them more than the other. Yeah, and the one that's the healthiest dies. Yeah. And then, you know, you're sat with her all day and she's fine and you leave. Yeah. And then that, you know, you just wouldn't want to leave them no. ever, would you? There's got to be that thing I shouldn't have left, you know. Oh, exactly. It's just, it's just, all, there's just awful. It doesn't matter what way you come at it. It's just fucking awful. So Dr. Owens Arthur, an expert at Great Ormond Street Hospital, looks at two two x-rays, baby one and baby two. He said he could see air in baby one's blood vessels, but he couldn't see air in baby two's x-ray taken 40 minutes after her collapse. Okay. So there was no air found in baby two's x-ray, but could it have come out yeah could it have dissipated because she stayed alive I don't know x-ray? I don't know I well it showed in baby two one's x-ray oh sorry I thought you said blood so I was no baby one's x-ray so right. it showed in baby one's x-ray uh, but it, it did but it showed in his blood vessels right so is it where she injected it maybe yeah was it just missed I, I don't know I don't know enough about sort of medically that sort of thing but no I know exactly Right, so now five nights after the death of baby one and four nights after the incident of baby two, baby three dies. Right. So this is quick. This is, uh, if you're attacking babies, you've attacked three babies in five days. Yeah. Now, 
what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You're some sick motherfucker. Yeah, these babies aren't just dying. No. You know? Right, okay, so now we're going to get into the death of baby three. Okay. Baby three was very small, and it is said that the hospital was not equipped to deal with the baby of this size. Right. So in June 2015, baby three was born 10 weeks early, and he weighed less than two pounds. So That's tiny, titchy, tiny. His mother had problems with her percent, and it was said that the baby was half the size he should be at its gestational age. So they decided to deliver him early. Right. The nurse looking after him said he was doing really well. He was wriggling around, pulling his tubes out. He didn't need resuscitating at birth. He was being treated for pneumonia, but this was just said to be a precaution. Seems and he was a doing really well. Yeah, literally, like wriggling around and pulling your tubes out, man. It's going to be a little fighter, yeah, I think. I'm Mr. Independent over it. Yeah. Uh, they reduced the oxygen and began feeds. On June the 13th, baby three collapsed. He was in room one, but Lucy wasn't in the room. She was in room three. Right. Now, she is said to have been in room three because they didn't want to put her into room one because of the baby that had just died okay. and the incident with baby two. They thought for her mental health, you know, everything, yeah. you know, you've just had a baby, it's really traumatic, we're going to put you in a different nursery. Yeah. And she was really pissed about this. She was not happy about this. You know, that's that's real, you know, what these nurses go through. It's bad for any nurses, but there's something worse when it's babies, isn't it? It's it's just harder to take. Exactly. So, yeah, Lucy was in room three. She was in room three because a baby in room three was having breathing problems. And to be fair, because they thought she was quite a competent nurse, they right. were like, you go in there and look after that baby. But she was pissed off about this, basically. Yeah. That's the sad thing, though. She is a competent nurse. Yeah, I know. She was really good at her she job. She could have just been amazing. Yeah, exactly. Room one, a nurse that was newly qualified, was assigned to look after baby three with another experienced nurse watching over her. Okay. At 11pm, the nurse began giving the baby feed, so she was giving him 0.5 meals. Okay. They held out on giving feeds as they had drawn out black bio from his feeding tube. Now, again, the defence is going to play on this. Okay. Black bio on the feeding tube. But anyway, they did hold out, and he took the feed well. After 15 minutes after the feed, Baby Free stopped breathing. The nurse assigned to Baby Free nipped out... Mm-hmm. She said for just a few minutes and then she heard alarms going off and rushed back in. She said Lucy was standing over baby free. Lucy said he has just had a braddy and a desat. This means his heart rate had dropped and his oxygen levels had fallen. Okay. So strange, isn't it? Because she shouldn't have even been in this nursery. Yeah. She had her other baby to look after. So what is she doing in this nursery? Why are you there? And just, oh, as, and this just as this nurse walks out, yeah. this happens. You know, it's like... She saw her opportunity and took it. He recovered quickly from... With no intervention, Baby Free's nurse then went to work on a computer. She had a back to Baby Three, but 15 minutes later, he collapsed again. She turned to see Lucy standing over Baby Free's cot. Mm -hmm. Doctors and nurses... And the thing is, they've got no reason to lie. No. I don't think, at the end of the day. Because they wouldn't want to throw someone under the bus... That didn't do anything no, wrong, you know. No, they've got the, the 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 most precious job in the world looking yeah. after these little babies. Do you know what I mean? And as much as people do want to cover their own ass, I have faith in humanity that most people are good and wouldn't do the wrong thing just to cover their own ass in this sort of circumstance. Exactly, and they've like I said, they've got no reason to lie. She was stood there, you know. Mm-hmm. If the baby had just gone downhill and she wasn't there, I'm sure they would say that. Yeah, you know. Doctors and nurses were called to do CPR. Lucy suggested using a tube. This is called a goodle. Mm-hmm. 
The doctor said she she'd never used one. Right. She said Lucy was very calm and and cool, and this would this is stand this was standing out if someone is acting differently. I think to everybody else. So yeah. everybody else in the room is like, shit, what are we doing? Let's we got to save this baby. Yeah. And Lucy's there like, Meh, maybe we should use this. There should be know? a level of even if it's not panic, a level of sort of how important the situation yeah, exactly. is. Exactly. But a lot of the time she was, um, doctors sort of said that she was quite um, energetic and how can I, like, excited, stress, stress levels raises everything, doesn't it? It raises all your sort of alertness, your cortisone, all that sort of stuff. It's not like this for her as it is in other people. There's yeah. something not right there. Yeah, yeah. Baby Sweet Mother had been called to come. She was also a doctor. She was a GP. So mm-hmm. can you imagine, you know? Yeah. Quote, this is from her mother... I didn't take in the severity of the situation until they asked if I wanted a priest. I asked the nurse, do you think he's going to die? She said, yes. We don't know what nurses were, she asked. We never, well, I didn't find this out, but it's really sad. Baby three survived five more hours, mm-hmm. and doctors were confused that baby three had no responses, right. but was still surviving. It was His heart was still going. Right. Um, they agreed to do minimal resuscitation until the priest and the Church of England vicar could be... come and baptise him. Yeah. yeah. Dr John Gibbs, the doctor on call, said, surprisingly, while, while we waited for him to be christened, his heart started and he was breathing. I can't think of any natural disease that would that would allow the heart to, to start when CPR didn't start the heart yeah so these poor babies suffered so it was five hours later that baby three's heart completely stopped and lucy was asked to go and to go and leave baby three's parents alone she was asked to go and look after her own baby so she would like hover around the parents yeah um, she liked the aftermath of it. yeah and a lot of parents said that she would say sort of inappropriate things like they've mm. said come forward and business. like she said this or she said like one parent they had their baby um and they they weren't actually dead; they were still alive. And she bought this like basket, like say basket, in, and she come in. She was like, "You said you could buy us now. Just put them in here." And they were like, <gasps> "What the actual fuck?" Yeah, I know. So a post mortem was carried out, and it was put down to natural causes. But after Doctor Jerry Evans examined Baby Free's medical notes again, it was said that Lucy injected air into Baby Free's stomach via a feeding tube. This would have made his stomach swell and caused his diaphragm to split to suffocation and would basically have sort of stopped his heart from breathing. Beating. Beating, yeah. thank you. <laughs> whilst this was going on, whilst this was all going on, Lucy was texting colleagues. Right, so now it's his text messages between her and colleagues from babies one to three we're going okay. at now. Okay, so I've put it all at the end because it's just easier. Okay. So Lucy said she, did, she, she didn't want to be in nursery three. She... Well, she wanted to be in nursery one. Mm-hmm. A message was sent to Lucy by a colleague, Jennifer Jones Key. You okay? Lucy, I just keep thinking about Monday. I think I need to be in one to get, overcome it. Jennifer, you need to full on take a break from ICU. You have to let it go or it will eat you up. Lucy, I feel I need to be in one to get the image out of my head. To be in three is eating me up. All I can see is him in one. I probably should of but it's it's how i feel sorry jennifer it sounds very odd i would be 
the complete opposite. Yeah. Lucy, well, that's how I feel. I don't expect people to understand, but that's how I feel and how and now I have to deal with it before I voice before I voice that so can't do any more, but people should respect that, Jennifer. I think they do respect it, just trying to help you. Why don't you go nursery two for a bit, Lucy? Yeah, I have done a couple of meds in one. I'll be fine. Forget I said anything. I'll be fine. It's part of the job. Don't feel like there's much team spirit. After baby C died, Lucy was messaging Jennifer again. Jennifer asked, how was the night? Lucy, it it just wasn't great. Started to... started shift sadly it got worse i was struggling to accept what happened to baby one and now we have lost baby three jennifer it will be it will be it just happens to be baby sometimes maybe you feel maybe you will feel better when you know what happened to baby one so sad it's very sad part of our job and i think because we don't see it as much it's harder lucy i know it happens but it's still sad and cruel this is why we have to pull together you need to try and switch off and get some sleep lucy i just keep seeing them both no one should have to see and do the things we do it's heartbreaking it's not about me we we have to have to deal with it jennifer it's horrible and heartbreaking i don't think those babies that will ever leave you lucy it's not about me or anyone else. It's about those poor parents that have to go through this. So again, she's playing the fucking martyr, isn't she? Yeah, I know. Like, these messages, some of the messages that she's written, like, you'll, fu- you'll come to find, like, as I go on, you just think, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's always, always, in every message, it's always about her. Yeah. Like, I don't expect you to understand, but I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Me, me, fucking It happened on my shift. I was there. And you're like, hold on a minute. And then she's going on about these poor parents I feel sorry for. The poor parents that you're sort of buzzing around, making really bizarre comments to. it's all about her. Narcissism, blah, blah, blah. She's she's, she's sick. It's really strange. But that's, so far, that's all I've got, okay? Okay. But then I'll go on and I'll do some more babies and then we'll we'll see. We'll record it next time. It's just awful, isn't it? It's so so unbelievable it's unbelievable it really is isn't it i think could you know what though my mum didn't even know like she knew a little bit about it but she didn't know a lot about it and i'm like what the fuck and i was talking to my mum about it and she said you know because she's worked in hospitals and stuff and she's like you just because i was saying you know these doctors came forward and they sort of voiced their opinions and and i don't understand how they didn't put it together sooner i think they did together sooner but i don't think they want to admit that i'm not blaming them in any way um but she said, because you don't want to believe it, you don't want to believe that that could happen, you don't want to believe that somebody in that ward that's supposed to be caring for these precious babies would do do something like that. It is almost inconceivable, isn't it? And like Mm -hmm. I said earlier, it's not where my mind would go immediately. No, that's what my mum said, yeah. Any family member had died, I'd assume something went wrong with them or at the very most somebody accidentally did something Mm -hmm. and the thing is as well it's just so bizarre and only covering these three babies Mm. how she somebody's placed her with those children every single time yeah she's got somebody that can place her there yeah setting up a bag yeah Yeah. and and it's said as well like they've openly admitted the nurses have openly admitted that um sometimes when you're busy you know you'd be in nursery one and you've got three or four babies in there 
another nurse is looking after a baby we'll go and set up a bag of feed for your baby because yeah. you're going to step out and have a five minute break or, yeah. or do you're they... rushed off your feet and I'm not so much yeah you've got to do your notes because they've got to do notes as well yeah. in their shift they've got to find time to sit there and do notes you know and yeah. that's hard as well because and I do really do think that they should get an hour or so after the end of their shift where they're taken off and they're allowed to do their notes because yeah they should be caring for those babies they've yeah. got to try and find time to do that whilst caring for those babies as well and I'm not doubting that they can't do it because they can they obviously can but then this then shows that sh- that you've got somebody that can come in and harm that baby because you're on a computer not paying attention yeah it's not your fault no not your fault at all but, but your mind's elsewhere yeah exactly and to turn around and see her right there it's just crazy but there's so it's many awful. things like it's so like it just gets worse like yeah. it doesn't get any better trust me it gets no. worse like she gets more brazen i think yeah, yeah there is a cockiness with it isn't it and also the buzz goes you're always after that buzz that first yeah. high isn't mm-hmm. it and, it's and i the same. do really i do because she says this doctor that she's friendly with like um is something like is there any way i can call you down or something now the only way she could call him down is if something happened to a baby um, do you know what I mean yes yeah, so there's attention on her then because yeah. this guy that is flirting with her and they are openly flirting together so yeah. it is openly flirting I mean it's not like massively flirting but so it's, it's quite it's all sweet. about her getting ethics of some kind in some way isn't it it's yeah if she is guilty if she is guilty or found guilty then she is going to be one of the most hated people in Ever. the world yeah like, there is going to be documentaries and films and everything made about yeah. her. Like, I imagine she'll get some sort of protection or is getting protection. Yeah, I, but I hope to God. I do she believe... She's in prison at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I do believe if she's found guilty, though, she will get life without parole. 100%. I hope so. Because at the end of the day, you've got to look at it like she is somebody that has got a job that is supposed to care protect yeah. safeguard yeah all these things come into play i imagine she'll get more than one life sentence oh yeah but i mean she'll be she'll be without parole so, yeah you know, forever you're not get, yeah you, you will, will die in prison out. yeah yeah she she's ever letting the main population i would imagine she'd and it's really soon. difficult because her parents are there and her parents were so proud of her i think her mum and dad were from messages that she's like messaged people her mum and dad were quite overbearing yeah and she managed to move out of nursing accommodation she didn't live close to her mum and dad so but she managed to move out of nursing accommodation and buy a house and they said like her house was so perfect everything was in its place yeah but she had a nursery set up in her house and they found like under her bed they found like loads of loads of notes that are really dark and like she was taking home notes from the hospital, yeah. which obviously not supposed to do. It's mementos, though, isn't it? Serial killers would take mm. a item of jewelry or underwear yeah. or yeah. Something. But she said to um, she said to be like suffering post traumatic stress because the police like just barged in and arrested her twice and all this bullshit. I, I don't think. think if she's done what she's being accused of, there's no way there's any post traumatic stress in it. No, definitely not. And I do wonder how she's finding all this attention now as well because that's a thrill for her obviously it's not great the prison and all that but i've got to imagine there's a part of her that likes this attention i'm surprised she took the stand and do you know why she took the stand she likes the attention but yeah but uh, yeah yeah i imagine she was advised against it i don't know though because i think i sometimes think they quite like you to get on the stand it depends how does she come across i guess that's the main thing does she come across as sincere 
Yeah, she speaks very well. Yeah, but that doesn't... No, but her wording is very, very, you know, like she'll say, you know, undoubtedly I would never harm any child in my care. It would be unethical for me to... You know, she speaks... She speaks very, very well. And mm. I think if you're a juror and you're hearing her talk, you're thinking, oh, my God, this this girl that went to university and, and it was five years in a job and Does doing really well. Does she come across as false? No, not at the moment. Okay. No. But then she hasn't been asked that many hard questions. Okay. It's it's her defence are asking her. Her lawyers are asking her questions at the moment, so they're not going to come in hard on her, are mm. they? You know? Yeah. She's got to answer questions about... These babies yeah, from Yeah, when you're being attacked and you're being blamed, mm-hmm. it's how you react then, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but at the moment, she's been asked very nice questions, you know. Like I do believe in a gut feeling. You get a gut feeling. Yeah, it's not always right, but I would always say trust your gut if your gut's telling you something. Yeah, like these doctors knew. But do you know what, though? <laughs> Which is really... It's true. Like, her 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 lawyers, Mr Meyer, said... Well, if you knew, why don't you go to the police? Mm. Why did you just go higher up and say, this is what I think's happening? Yeah. And he was like... The thing is, there are protocols and stuff you follow. Yeah, but you still go to the police. But if my you've work. gone to the protocols and stuff, it, it really depends on what that particular thing that you work for is because it's their job to do that. You've done your bit. No, but I think what he's saying is, right, so he's gone higher up and they've dismissed it. Yeah. So if you were really intent and you knew for sure she was harming these babies, right, yeah. why didn't you then go, do you know what, fuck you, I'm going to go to the police and I'm going to say, look, there's a woman in this hospital yeah. that's killing children. Yeah. Right? Why? No, I do get that. I, I totally get that in a perfect world. But there are, like I said, there's protocols. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, they... and quite often, it, but it is your your job to carry, like see that through. So you say you, you hand it over to the next person. Yeah, yeah. You've you done your bit, that, Yeah, but you see that they've got that. You see that they've received what you've said, you, you know, and they are going to take it to the next whoever. Yeah. But there are, I was watching something the other day where the hospital was very much hush-hush. It was not babies, but there was a killer in the hospital and they were allowed to move around to loads of different hospitals because it was PR nightmare. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. They don't want it out there. No, no way do they want it out there. This, this They hospital. were giving them a good reference as well because they just didn't want them yeah, in their like, hospital. So, yep, you no, they're brilliant. You have them over there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, of course they will. Exactly. And that's disgusting. Yeah, it'd be a bit different here to do that, I think. It'd be harder mm. here to do that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I can see... I could see it happening easily, yeah. you know, because they just want you gone. They don't want you in their hospital because it it's a, it affects everybody. Yeah. Everybody. I imagine imagine having to have a baby and and be, be in that hospital. Yeah. You'd shit yourself, wouldn't you? It's even down to, like, averages and funding and it, it, it sometimes boils down to shit like that, which is just mental, mm-hmm. but it is the way of the world. Yeah, but, yeah, but I do agree with with... Her defence on that one, the fact that you knew it was happening, you did have a duty of care, so you should have gone to the police. Yeah, but that doesn't make her innocent. No, oh no, it doesn't make her innocent. It makes them negligent yeah. in a way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, should they ever be accused of being negligent? No, I don't think so, because they did report it, not yeah. once but twice, or maybe even it was three times. Yeah. And in the end they were like, She is not working on this ward. And then she'd be back and they'd yeah. be like, what the fuck? And, you know, this isn't just some girl, some nurse that none of these people like. She's a friend. She's yeah, a, they really liked yeah, her. She had so a really I, good I, As your mum said, and other people 
you don't want to think that. No. You always want well, to think there must be another reason. Exactly. There has to be something that makes sense. This I, is just crazy. I would get to it at the end when there's been a lot of babies. Right. And the, this doctor, this baby had a decent and he went and he sorted it out and he went away and he sort of was stood there and he was like, Lucy's in that room. Lucy's in that room. And he, he was saying to himself, I'm being silly. There's nothing to worry about. I'm being silly. And then he said, I had to be in that room. And she was stood there and she dislodged the breathing tube and turned the alarm off. God. So he saw her, oh and she was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, so it's happened. And they said, well, what happened then? And he went, well, we just both kicked in and resuscitated this baby. Mm. Like, you know, just kicked in, like, I'm a doctor, I've got to sort this baby out. And it's like, how then do you face that person? Because I'd have to have it out with her mm. and be like, I saw you. Yeah. But he didn't. But then just people, some people are different, you know, some people haven't got that. It's different. And Again, you probably... Clutching to find a reason of why that would have been happening. But yeah, he was like, he had to go back in that room because he was that scared. Yeah, he knew something yeah, was Yeah, he up. knew, but he was trying to play, he was trying to sort of be like, no, it's absolutely not, it was ridiculous. Yeah, and he who was like, would do that? Because who the fuck would? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah, and I think there's so many people that have seen things, um, seen her, you know, she's always there. She's, yeah. like I said, she's always a common denominator in... In the, in the area yeah. when something's happening she's around yeah. because funny on every other shift everything's normal everything's absolutely fine and this baby that's absolutely fine then goes on to die yeah and like you say it can happen but it, you know it's just it is, very she, strange it just sounds to me like she's thrill seeking like you said she gets more careless I don't think it was the fact that she was careless she's after the the thrill yeah yeah and, and I think moving on to other people's babies that was her way of she could come and help Mm-hmm. So, like, she would do something to that baby, but she'd know it's going to happen, so she'd be sort of ready. Ready to go, like, so oh, she'd be the first there. I'm here, yeah. I'll help you. And yeah. she knew exactly what to be prepared for as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. And, and can you imagine knowing what you've done to them, but still trying to resuscitate them? Yeah. And like I said, some babies that survived, that she could have gone on to murder again. Yeah. I mean, some babies she did try, so I wonder if it was a case of she just couldn't do it like not she couldn't do it as in she, she couldn't, she do, couldn't it. She, do it because she of her own morals she yeah. couldn't do it because she didn't get the chance yes yeah. I honestly do think that I really do think that and I think in the end like when they were accusing of hitting these babies it's because like you say the I thrill was running that was coming to be fair oh yeah they've accused her of actually like hitting babies and I think it's because the the thrill was running out running out of what she was yeah. doing so she was like I've got up she's my game the now auntie, yeah. which is really sad so sad so sick so uh. but anyway she's not found, been found guilty yet so no. she is still innocent until proven guilty if she is proven guilty then we will have a massive fucking party mhm if she isn't proven guilty, then I'll probably sit in the corner and cry and rock and think about my life choices. Yeah. Just depends what our defence is going to bring. If you yeah. want a podcast to listen to, like I said, Daily Mail is fucking amazing, really, really good. They go through lo- loads of detail, loads of detail. You'll find out loads of detail. And they've got missed out loads of details. And I've missed out loads of details. So you've got, they've got, yeah. But, or if you want even more coverage, then you need to go and read the trial transcripts. transcripts yeah. Which are out there. Where which everything are is. Very lengthy. And yeah. some of it is a bit like, meh you know yeah because it's a bit if you don't know a lot about um the talk and just the yeah you just get a that, bit it's fuffled. a lot isn't it yeah, yeah it is it is a lot but yeah so i will be back and i'll do another one i'll try and fit more babies in this time i try and sort of like cut it down a bit that's why i did sort of one to three yeah so i'll do like maybe like like i'll maybe try and do 
five maybe next time well i wouldn't say don't don't overshoot yourself you got to do the baby's justice at the end of the day as well and that's the thing isn't it you've got yeah. to tell the story as best you can yeah and the parents do have a lot to say they come on and, and they are they do talk a lot in trial and i do think you need to take that into consideration yeah and i do think what they have to say is 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 so valid Oh, yeah, 100% is valid because they're their parents at the end of the day. Like I said, a lot of these parents saw um, saw the recess yeah. happen. And like I said, some of it went on for like half an hour, an hour. Yeah, that's awful. And it's just seeing your baby and all these people. And, you know, you see them doing resuscitation and it must just be so cruel cool to watch. I couldn't even imagine. Like, there's just the thought of it makes me feel sick. You know, I mean, a lot of parents were out of the room, but I, I would have to be in the room. I'd be terrible only because I'd want to be so close to my baby. Yeah. But, you know, these parents are probably going to have traumatic stress. And some babies that she's done this to that have survived have gone on to have brain damage. Yeah. So she's... They're going to be impacted forever. And now, but now, what they've got to do is prove that these babies wouldn't have been brain damaged because Without they were born yeah. poorly anyway. Yeah. So did this affect them? Which normally, it, yeah, it does because it's lack of oxygen. Yeah. But they've got to prove it. To what extent? Yeah. Yeah. And but some of these babies now are like seven. It's crazy, isn't it? That is mental. Yeah. How long ago this happened? Yeah. And And I didn't know about it when it first happened. I've only known about it for the last like year, I'd say. I can't remember, but yeah, I didn't know about it seven years ago. Crazy, isn't it? But yeah, some of these children. Right, well, anyway, it's been lovely chatting to you all. Yeah, I'm, I want to hear the rest of this and I really don't. It's now happens 12 at night. Yeah. Fucking tired. I'm so fucking tired. Right, well, thank you very much for Can you guys. please follow us on Facebook yep. and give us a review and buy us a coffee at Buy Us A Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Evil with two L's because it wouldn't let me have one because it, that username was taken, which is probably by us and we forgot in the password. <laughs> oh, I just snorted. <laughs> right. Much love, Love, good night. Bye, bye, bye.